Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. Uh, we know who the owner is. 
you know, the word tells us that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And knowledge is not just merely information. Knowledge is intimacy for Adam knew Eve. So that it's, a, it's, it's a special embracing that goes along the information that creates intimacy. So simultaneously, you know, we, we, we can't just be completely vulnerable. You know, we, need, we are admonished to guard our hearts. But even, you know, so, so we need to operate wisely in how we communicate. You know, even now, sometimes when we're already in agreement, even before we finish the sentence, the person says, say less. <laughs> just, exactly. So your exactly. life is a team uh, because you claim other people are important parts of it. So today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, being effective, being protective, uh, uh, being, having perspectives being selective and corrective and introspective with manhood, fatherhood, and all other relationships are concerned. So, so you know, um, we're talking about being a good teammate. And I know we have another brother in the line. We're going to let him in in a second. You know, um, Elder Ron, you know, every, every, most mornings we, we're on and we, we're praying together. We, we know how to bounce past the ball, how to, you know, uh, baseball pass the, 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 the baton back to each other, the ball back to each other, and, and the goal is so that others score and win. Um, it, it's a refreshing thing to have a, a, a good teammate. It's another thing to be a good teammate. What are some things in you that make you a good teammate, Ron? What are some things in you that you may think yeah. of yourself? <laughs> you, you. You did have to go there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that that's a that's a great question, as many would say, and a very interesting question because, again, like you said to your point earlier when you first came on, you said uh, our people perish because of lack of knowledge, and knowledge is intimacy. And mm-hmm. when you have an intimate relationship with the Most High, He in turn allows you to have a intimate relationship with yourself in the essence of yeah. coming to know who you are and yeah. coming to the knowledge of things that make you operate the way you need to operate in alignment with the way he wants you to operate with him and removing all the baggage and all the other mess. But I think I think I wrote something that was real interesting earlier um, mm-hmm. when I said born to be prepared to serve. Yeah. Understanding that you're born a leader but understanding where to serve in that leadership is the key. Understanding mm. what the word service means, which means you have to have a heart of love. You have to have a heart willing to give more than to receive. Not saying you shouldn't receive, but you know that to give is the ultimate because what are our gifts? They were meant to give. Those gifts he gives us are meant to give, not for us to keep. That's how we can be the important things that you just made mention of, being effective, being protective, not only of our own hearts, but of the hearts of those around us that we're in, we're in the place of being impactful with, having the right perception and understanding where we should be and how we should, coming out of love, being selective of knowing not when just to give, but how much of what to give to whom we should be given to. And being in a very humble state of love and peace where you can receive the ability to be corrective to not only to others, but more so to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and understanding that the ir- the irrespective of, of manhood and fatherhood and all these other relations of concern are based off of that that coming from independence to interdependence. Mm, yes, yes. So a teammate is interdependent. Uh, uh, you know Absolutely. how the song goes, I pray for you, you pray for me, I need exactly. you to survive. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, Jim Green said something very He said, happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It's something that you design for the present. So you should be every day working on your present self to make yourself acceptable to not only those around you, 
but to the Father so that you can project what he wants to project in others, which is his love, his grace, and his mercy, and the ability to understand that they're bigger than what they think of themselves because he sees them bigger than they see themselves. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, um, um, I'm going to let the, the – we have a caller. We have a caller, 831. My brother, I think I know who it is. <laughs> What's happening, Bishop? Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> it is great. Oh, brother. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hey, man, live and well, and pleasure to be alive and in the number, brother. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So we're going to go on a break at 43. We're trying to go to a break at, 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 at every, every 50. Like every 13, almost every 15, we're going to go on a break. But but so in okay. two minutes we're going to go on a break. But um, Greg, you have been a phenomenal teammate. Uh, further and farther, it has expanded internationally because of how you promote the team and play on the team. We thank you for all that you have ever done. Within further and farther. So, what makes you welcome? You, why is teamwork so important? In two minutes, why is teamwork so important? I mean, I think of the cause why we do what we do. Yes. <clears throat> Let's just say we serve God to glorify Him, right? Yes. And. If that's not why our, if it's not our why, why are we really doing it for? Mm. Because, because your why, your why is like somebody going to church whenever the doors open. That makes sense. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you, you go fill your tank up. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this for myself. I want to right. benefit others, and let's just say, as Brother Ron, as Elder Ron, uh, you know, mentioned, you know, our gifts are to serve others. It's to help others be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. So if we're if we're not making impact to the people who we contact with, what are we doing? Amen. Gifts are forgiving. Gifts are forgiving. Gifts are forgiving. <laughs> did, did I say it enough time? <laughs> Amen. But no, you absolutely right, Bishop. <laughs> so so we're gonna you, go on a break. We're gonna go on a break and right after these messages, we're gonna go into being a good teammate, a good coach, a good GM, and if we have time, a good cheerleader and a good spectator a good referee. But for right now, after these messages, we'll be right back. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500 which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, The curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person, according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. 
Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. The brothers are back in the building. Life is a team when dad is a good teammate, coach, and GM. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Yes, 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 yes. You know, we were just talking about being a, a good teammate, an effective teammate. You know, uh, um, sometimes we think effort will bring us to uh, effectiveness, and we think working hard is all we need to do, you know, so, but we need to engage also. <laughs> so there's something about being effective, and, and, the, and the most important thing to be effective in is communication. Uh, when dad is a good, uh, uh, effective communicator, and he's been and honest wisely on a need-to-know, age-appropriate basis. They create a strong foundation for family where there is a freedom and a peace to communicate. If there is constant intimidation, you will create silent folks. You're creating the Shawshank. You become the warden. And there is a plan of escape that you're not aware of. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk about that, fellas. Let's talk about why being a good teammate as a dad is so important. Being a good teammate. Go Can ahead. I say uh, Go ahead, go ahead, uh, 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 emissary. Go ahead. When you think about a teammate, you gotta remember your, 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 your. Let's just say um, you've been steward of a family, and you want your team to win. Let's just say I'll speak for mine. It's always one of my children to be the best version of themselves. You know, yeah. regarding their interests, to say as long as you ain't committing crime always want you to be successful. And my job and my job as a dad is to support support them every way in every way in every way possible. Yes. So that's where financially, mentally, emotionally and spiritually Mm -hmm. you know, until they until they uh, get to that until they get to that place uh, where they want to be. Yeah. You know, when winning is not an option to us. Right. So I, I so I have to I have to get I have to give them those tools and direct them to the place uh, where they wanna be for them to be the best version of themselves until they get to their destination because it's a journey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, we know that you know fatherhood is a journey. Amen. Amen. Ron, you want to oh, I mean, your brother's on point. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I fully agree with him. And, and you know, one of the things I used to, I'll say this about a father, as I as I feel it as one who has been a coach on the court, a dad, a grandfather, a great-grandfather for those who are listening. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a blessing. Uh, they have it twice. Um, you know, grandfather and then great. That that's powerful, man. I, I don't I don't take it lightly, but it just makes it that I have to be that much more effective now for the babies as I was for their parents, 
and mm-hmm. as I was to the, the the children, my grandchildren's parents. More knowledge now means the ability to be more effective, uh, mm-hmm. depending on the time. But I look at it as the words that we use: effective, protective, and and perception and selective mm-hmm. and corrective. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we have the duty of of creating the proper mindset and and yes. bringing consistency to our children's yes, lives. Perspective yes. and and we're empowering them and we're giving them inspiration and we're motivating them and we're creating yes. the atmosphere of positive energy. You know, yes. that's going to activate constant elevation in their lives. We trust mm. the process and we create value for them and we show yes. them how and why they were born to lead and that they'll be prepared to serve when the time comes. We give them the yes. why, the who, the how, the when, and the what. You know, yes. when you look at that why, you ask them. So, as they go through the different stages, why is this important, this place in your life important to you? You know, yeah. who do you need support from right now? Mm. How are you going to, whatever your goals are that you're looking at achieving at this point? And, right. and when do you look at achieving those goals? And, and what are you going to do to get started right now for the ability to do that? <clears throat> you know, you create the atmosphere where you create a, a place where they go into the creative side of their minds along with the balance of love and, and respect for the most high that you place in them by giving them the atmosphere of a prayerful mindset and an understanding of who their creator is and why he is the most important thing in their lives before everything else, including their, their own parents and everybody else. He comes first. So you, you give them that atmosphere, and now you're allowing them to, to grow like a seed does in the ground and producing mm-hmm. what it produces. Um, and you're watching the growth, and you're there to just prune as that as that 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 young person grows in the soil that they've been planted in. You're there to prune and help them to stay straight. So you know when that plant kind of leans a little to the left or to the right, you stick that little stick in the in the side and hold it up exactly. and give it some exactly. give it some, some direction. That's what you're doing as a parent and as a father, more so because you want to make sure the things they're doing are like that smart you know, ascension, you know, specific and measurable and achievable. And you want to make sure that what they're doing and how they're moving is related to the values and the vision of this family that you as a leader have brought forth that this family is following, believing that you are hearing from the Most High, so you are leading them correctly. Powerful, powerful, powerful. To to both, to both Ron and to Greg, let me stand up. That's an important part of being a teammate. We know that's the second um, principle of our heart, of our core principles. Hallelujah. It, it is to encourage. And we realize what we're going through in our time and in our maturity, in the process of our maturity. When the goal of parenting is maturity. And, and all we do, we encourage them to be mature, to be mature, to, 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 to operate in maturity. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. You know, as we talk about being a teammate, there is, you know, there are positions. In every single sport, there are positions. You know, there, mm-hmm. in, in just about every sport, there's a center. There's a forward. Mm. <laughs> uh, they may call a wing or a guard or whatever, but they have. There always is uh, our positions, and uh, an important part of being a good teammate is not just knowing your position, building up the ability and expectation through verbalization and encouragement of the what of where and people are supposed to be and and why it benefits and how it benefits the team, how to share, how to pass the ball, how to do your job so it blesses others. Uh, um, all these things are learned. I, I always said when, when I spoke to Doreen, even when we were recording, I said when we have children, I, I would love for them to play music so they learn discipline, self-discipline, that there's practice that has to happen. 
and, and, and in order to get good. But I also want them to be or, or, or to play some type of sport so they realize that it's not about them. One place I did fail, of course, the, the unit and where we live is that I did not get them a pet so they, they, they learned self-care on, on, a, on a very granular uh, level where they, they had to walk a dog or take care of kitty litter or what have you. And I, 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 I dropped the ball there. I dropped the ball there because I always wanted to do that. But um, uh, there are certain things that you can uh, allow them to strengthen their maturity muscles. Uh, and it's giving them not just responsibility for res- the sense of giving them responsibility. See, because there's a world system that wants to give them responsibility so they can tap them into the matrix and suck everything out of them. Exactly. We want to give them a sense of ownership, entrepreneurial ownership, even if they take a job, uh, that they have a sense of worth and self that is not incumbent upon uh, a boss telling them what to do, but in them knowing and understanding how to take initiative because we know that quick reflexes are important in every field in sport, that if you're able to be efficient, if you're able to be efficient, then your effort will lead to effectiveness. If you're able to embrace, empower, encourage efficiency as a father, your children's efforts will lead to effectiveness. Those three E's, I want to, I borrowed those from Myron Golden. Uh, <laughs> so if you want your efficiency, to, so you want them to grow, that's why we can't uh, honor the adage, uh, a, a fool does the same thing over and over again expecting a different result. A fool does the stupid thing that doesn't work over and over again. No, uh-huh. <laughs> Practice is doing the same thing over and over again. And you can get good at something that you That's are not true. good at. The goal is to not quit so, so you become effective at it. And we have to go Amen. to a break, and we will be right back again. Man, that went fast. <laughs> One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, R, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started.
Yes, you are listening to Further and Father in Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Yes, life is a team when dad is a good teammate, coach, and GM. We spend a lot of time talking about the teammate fortune. It's important to get on the level and be in position to be able to pass forward, you know, lead them into scoring. You know, some people who uh, back in the day used to get on Phil Simms because he used to throw hospital balls. Uh, Odessa Turner, a bunch of guys got jacked up. <laughs> Mark Favaro got jacked up. He used to throw right into linebackers for buyout. They, they call them hospital balls because you lead them into, into injury. <laughs> as soon as you throw the ball, they end up in the hospital. So uh, um, you have to be aware not only of your surroundings, because, you know, a quarterback's being chased, he, he's got to be aware of his surroundings, but he also has to be aware when he releases the ball, the direction that you're leading, the one who's supposed to be receiving in. But, 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 but sometimes, sometimes that comes from how you are coached. So we're going to shift oh, yeah, over to... <laughs> Say again? That's a big time. Yes, it's true. Yes, yes. You have to you have to be coached to not only score but preserve your teammates and protect your teammates. You have to be protect the same way you have to be protected as a, a, a maybe an offensive lineman or a fullback or or anyone else who's out there protecting the one who's carrying the ball for your family to score. Exactly. In the same way you have to coach, coach them. My son was was, was you know, he's a track. He runs track. He ran track. He graduated now. At one point, he was a quarterback, and uh, they didn't have a a, a a backup at the time. So uh, he would have. He though he's fast and probably could do other things. He was coached to get out of bounds to protect himself. To see some of the mm-hmm. big time NFL coaches, uh, 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 quarterbacks there. They're taught to get down or get out of bounds, not because they're scared and they're <clears> the <throat> rules that really protect them. If you accidentally sneeze on a quarterback, you have 15 yards. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah. um, you have to have the sense of preservation also as a dad. Yeah. When you're coaching your child, it's good for them to try a lot of things, but be aware and make them aware of what they're heading into. As you throw them, you know, they have to look back to catch the ball. So it's important for you to throw them in a direction where they're not going to get blown up. You know, when you said that, may I be very brave. The words that always come to mind, what I admire about um legend quarterback is uh let's just say field awareness. Yes. Oh let's just let's just let's just say for me the best quarterbacks I ever seen play football wasn't the guy who throw the hardest or the or the or the forest, right? Right. But it, it it's always a player who had field awareness. Let's just say to me one of the best quarterbacks, this is my opinion, I'm a little biased, will be Joe Montana. No, I even no, though it's a, he's great. I mean, the plays he made with his feet, you know, subtle movements, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he was he was not the fa- he was not the fastest quarterback, but you always found him, especially pressure pressure situations, he always made he always executed the big play. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and the system, when Bill Walsh saw Joe Montana in Notre Dame, he was already in the process of developing the West Coast system. Dad, while your child is young and you see their strength and you see their weaknesses. The goal is not for you to live vicariously to them so they 
accomplish things that you wanted to do. The word says, train up a child in the way he should go. So when Jeremiah, who who was one of the fastest kids in his school, uh, 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 you know, he, he was blessed with a Maynard arm. He was blessed with a Maynard arm. He could throw the ball pretty far, pretty accurately. But he stopped liking football. So it was like a shock. Like, you, they took you up to be the quarterback of the team. You know what I mean? A lot. But if you have to know your child. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would break yeah. a lot of dad's heart. But the same time that that was going on, some of his artwork was selling. Wow. You understand what I'm mm. saying? He was making beats and doing music, and, 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 and people in the neighborhood, oh, do you know your son is good at making music? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I so, can relay. He. Look! Look at we were talking about uh, the great uh, guitarist, and, and, and um, uh, he he was a great power forward a few weeks ago. I know he played for the Suns. Oh my goodness, he passed away. Um, oh my goodness, what about, name? Um, Wayman um, Tisdale. Wayman Tisdale. Wayman Tisdale. Wayman Tisdale was the player of the year in college. This le- he was yes, one of the leaders in Oklahoma. scoring and rebounding for Oklahoma. Correct. And then he ended up playing for the Suns at some point. And uh, uh, as good as he was at that, he was an aficionado at playing music. Man, so, you ain't kidding. The sweetest jazz you ever want to hear. Exactly. 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 So one of the things sometimes we make a mistake is limiting our children. Uh, 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 I know you've heard that story about them cutting off the ends of the ropes, of the ropes. Right, uh, uh, and they've been doing it in mm-hmm. tradition. Why they still keep cutting off the end of the road? Well, the mother finally told them later on our oven was small, so we had to cut the ends of the roast off so it would fit in the oven. You've taken it in a tradition. You have a big convection oven that can fit two roasts without cutting off the edge. Right. Sometimes, sometimes uh, because you get used to a limitation, it fosters an imitation. That creates a new uh, a standard of limitation. Instead, awesome, awesome. instead, help your child explore the fullness of the possibilities. And if it don't, and, and, you know, and also, uh, if they fail, they fail. Okay. That's they one. That's fail. one. Of the, that's one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest lessons. You can do for your child. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's to remind, remind them, you know, failure or or just remind us that you can't do the same thing expected to work a yes. second time. Or you so, got to do so, it a little calibrate what you do a little bit differently. Yes. yes. Well, you know what the word fail stands for. You know my word for it. First you attempt at learning. First yeah. attempt, first at, attempt at learning. F A I L. First attempt yeah. at learning, and that's how you fail. Each time you fail, you yeah. should be doing the same thing. It's the first attempt at learning not to do that. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You, you learn this too. We tell you, as a coach, many of the things I did with the young people and my young men was yeah. the first words in that first successful meeting, that orientation. Before they ever walked on that court, did an exercise, touched a ball. It was it was before they even did tryouts. When everybody was trying, I said, my job here as a coach is not to teach you basketball. And then I would stop because I wanted to see how that impacted the minds and the hearts of those that were listening, not just the young people, but their parents who were sitting there right. as well. Right. I wanted to see that reaction mentally and emotionally because it was going to tell me some things. Remember, we're playing chess, not checking. And I would tell them that, I said, because basketball is a tool for me to teach you how to live life. These are going to be where you're going to learn how to make the right kind of decisions, responsible decisions, decisions that will move you ahead, but not only you, 
but will help your teammates to be the best version of themselves because you're helping them and they're going to help you to be the best version of yourself. So working as a teammate is more important than how well you can shoot, how well you can dribble, how well you can rebound. When we put all those things together, it creates winners. And when you have that and I'm going to tell you, what are the elements of a good team? Mental toughness is the number one thing. Because in oh, that yes, mental sir. toughness comes confidence, comes commitment, comes the ability to face the challenge, and teaches self-control and self-discipline. Because now you're building, you as a coach and the staff are building a structure for them to operate in. You're showing them the plan. You're giving them the vision. You're producing and showing the leadership skills of each member of that team, not just one captain, but everybody that can supplement that individual. You're turning followers into leaders, and you're showing them where their skills are, where they're best at, and where they can get better, and they're getting the experience that they need is going to take them to the next level, and you're creating the proper aptitude so that they can have partnership, they can share, they can harmonize, they can network, they can collaborate, and they support one another, and they're willing to put in the work that's needed to be winners. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. A quick testimony is uh, very early onset. I don't know if they're still on on the air or you can get them on on any um, platform. Uh, Some of the early Further and Farther radio show, when Jeremiah was young, I would have him do some announcements in the beginning or even introduce the show. Long yeah, and I behold. Mean, you remember those, right? Many years ago. Yeah. Lo and behold, he not only announced his graduation from elementary, he was the announcer at his graduation from middle school. And guess what? At, at, at his graduation from high school in front of hundreds and hundreds or maybe thousands of people, he, he would the announcer, the, the MC of his graduation. And it gave him a sense of confidence. He never sang in front of people before. He ended up singing solos in front of people. He, uh, uh, that confidence, see, confidence. Con, that's what coaches are to give to the children. We're going to have to go to a break in, in a second. Confidence. You give them, you can think. You confide in them, or they confide yeah. in you. And what confide means, con with f- fidelity. I, I preached this many times in, before, that you, fidelity is faithfulness. Yeah. You are letting them become more and more faithful, future, more and more faithful to each other. That's what teamwork is. It is the connection of faithfulness. Anyway, we've got to go to a break, and we will be right back. Oh, it doesn't want to go to the break. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. 
For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Hallelujah. Yes, the brothers are back in the building. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Yes, yes, life is a team when dad is a good teammate, coach, and GM. We talked about being a good teammate, knowing when to pass and leading them not into temptation so that the Lord can deliver them from evil. You know, we don't we don't want to pass to just pass the buck either. <laughs> but 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 the goal is that they become semperfy as they as they say in, in, in the Marines, always faithful. So so we're coaching them up to be faithful. We're 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 being a good teammate by <clears throat> living the example and being a model of what needs to be done. Sometimes the coach got to get down in the three-point stance and show them the proper way to stand. Sometimes you got to show how, how to do a seven-step drop and how to do it. The coach shows that, but also there's another level to it. There's a level that helps formulate the atmosphere that, 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 that works on the chemistry, tries to improve and increase the value of what is being performed, and that is the mind of the general manager, the GM. The GM uh, selects. We talk about being selective. Selects the coach and the players. Uh, uh, um, um, it's one thing to, to you know, back in the day when you, you had to choose teams, right? And you, <laughs> you, 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 you do the <laughs> and you choose, and there's always be four person who got winners because they didn't get picked, right? I got winners. <laughs> and and the GM, the general manager, has to be selective. Yeah. You can't – just because your child asks for it doesn't mean the answer is yes. You do not want to create entitlement. You want to uh-huh. win title. You want to win title, but you don't want to create entitlement. Entitlement is the is what we used to call spoiled. Spoiled rotten sometimes. <laughs> the same way to yeah. learn maturity, GM also selects the reward. Right. Right? Also, so, yes, if they do well, we're in a, everybody can't have a trophy, a participation trophy. Being on the team and having a jersey is your participation trophy. <laughs> That's your participation trophy. Having a jersey, maybe it has your name on the back. If it's professional, you definitely have your name on the back. But it, but it has who, who you represent. And, and, and the GM is always on the phone. So this is someone always seeking. You said the word earlier, Greg, to make yeah. things a little yeah. better. So you don't get caught stuck in tradition. You know, uh, uh, sometimes you, you have to talk to the coach because sometimes the coach is insistent on creating a system and then forcing the players to play in that system system and causing you to lose sometimes <clears throat> and you have to talk to the coach 
and it's the same person. You know that, right? Yeah, we talk about dad. You got to talk. Mm-hmm. He may have to talk to other dad. He has to talk to the coach and oh, tell him that you have to create a system of, that's, that, that enhances and exemplifies and, and, and reinforces the gifts that the team, the team already has. So if you have a fast-point guard, push the ball. Right. Why are you smoking the Listen, Aaron Fox was in the playoffs this year. Remember how bad they were talking about Aaron Fox a few years ago? Yeah. They ain't talking about him like that now. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not, because he developed, he developed over the years. He developed over the years, and they, they also shift the style of play to, to be – you, know, you shift the style of play to enhance. So the general manager gives the coach warnings. You got to – you know, you got to – you got to do this or that or this or that you know, for the betterment of the long-term vision of the team. You're doing things right. taking shortcuts to win now so you keep your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the GM yeah, has because to have, have a long, He has a, a longer view of improvement. The coach has a shorter term, a right-now-win perspective. And dad has to have mm-hmm. both. And dad has to have both. Yes, he does. Yes. Look at it like yeah. this. Look at it this way. What is, what is what we say about fathers? That we're always having to change hats. Yeah. As a as yeah. a genius, you gotta you gotta have uh, you have to be intentional, which means you gotta have vision, and and that vision has to be mental preparation. And mm-hmm. and why? Because preparation on his vision. You know. So as the GM, we're responsible to finish or mature what we as the GM begin by picking the people we, we have on this team from the coach to the players, to the assistant coaches. You know, yes. we, we have to be aware of whatever we need. We need to operate with wisdom. We have to have discernment. We have to be able mm-hmm. to plan. We have to know how to, how to have the proper training in place for each position that needs to be operated in excellence. You know, we got to know when has to be prepared ahead of time. So that means we got to be operating with a sound mind of what it is to be achieved. We got to be able to make great decisions, have a yes. clarity of the purpose of why this team is playing. You know, we yes. got to reduce the second from from coming in there. And then we also yes. got to be more trusting of those that we hire as coaches to do the job, which means yes. that we're exhibiting confidence in there with them, and and which will help to in their self-esteem in themselves, and it creates an, an atmosphere of, and ambitiousness to make them do what it is they need to do. And, you know, yeah. it all surrounds that word honor because we know that's the fabric and the adhesive to every relationship. It, it, yeah. it creates a communication. It creates their appreciation. It creates respect. It creates value. So it, it, it's taking that inner reality of that high, that high esteem of someone. So you're making it clearly evident to them that you appreciate them. That yeah. motivates them to want to do the best of what they have. It takes them yeah. from being just a person to a definition of what we call relentless. Yeah. You know, and, and there's five things that I see, and I know we got, we're almost out of time. There's five yeah. things that I see that you want that dream to come to pass, you got to remove any fear. You you got to have removed the lack of focus. You you got to remove the element of any negative self talk. You, you got to take away that lack of preservation, and and you got to have that main thing. You cannot have a lack of support. Right. Yes. 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 Def- yes. Def- definitely. Definitely uh, need that support. And I got a I got a very brief story when you were talking about entitlement earlier, Jeremy. Yes. Uh, my son, my son, my son, my son uh, played football. He 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 just he discovered that he can uh, be part of the junior ROTC. Right. He uh, by the junior year he became a battalion commander. Mm. A battalion commander. Awesome. And, and okay, the following year they the senior year they normally had tournaments. They normally had tournaments to see who would be the colonel, colonel of the whole county, right? Yes. They didn't have it that year. 
So my son came home. He was angry and crying. Then told me, he told me, yo man, they gave it, to, they they gave it to a white boy. And I grabbed my son and asked him, said, man, you something? You just told me they have a tournament every year, right? And they didn't have it this year, right? Did he beat you? He said no. And. He said, no, I grabbed him some. First of all, you my colonel. You understand what I'm saying? He ain't nothing but the paper champ. And but, he felt so much he felt so much better about himself. I said, mm-hmm. You did you did everything right. You did what you're supposed to do. I said, You gotta remember. You got gotta remember. You know, he won he won. He won. He won some, some more like like he been bored off. You know what I mean? You didn't compete. I say and had to remind him that now uh, you my colonel. Sometimes the realization of systems that were not designed by you or your family will remind you that you need to create. Systems for yourself so that you can exactly. empower your, your children. So, exactly. Uh, uh, um, the value of that's why sometimes, as was said earlier, you have to let them loose so that they can see the bigger victory. <laughs> anyway, exactly. we got to close. We got to close. The general manager also. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and the wise use of funds, the general manager, uh, 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 you know, helps determine how they're going to travel and where they're going to travel. And, and, and the, they, as much as the coach, dictate the style of play. So you, as a believer, understand that humility is important. That hard work is important, but hard work in and of itself will not make you effective. It's important. It's important. It's important that you learn to be efficient. Time management, exercise, diet, spiritual, mental and physical diet, communication. Mm Use of your gifts and talents and abilities, all of these things a dad is, is conveying to a child, and not always by words. Sometimes you've got to be Mr. Miyagi to develop something they didn't realize they had in them. Uh-huh. A coordination that they, sometimes they got to sweep <laughs> to learn their uppercut. To learn their golf swing. Yeah. They got a rake. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've got to go. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the time we've shared learning, the importance of working together in unity. Yes, it's good that the brethren work together in unity, as it says in Psalm 133.1, but it's just as important that the family unit work together in unity. It is a beautiful thing. It brings smiles to observers. It ministers hope. There's a yes inside anyone who sees a family enjoying themselves together, a family working together, a family learning together, a family growing together, a family doing projects, cheering each other on, Hallelujah, in the stands of each other's events, there's something precious about the attendance of family. Sometimes we're not just the teammates. Sometimes we're not just the coach. Sometimes we're not GM. We've got to take off that hat, and we become the cheerleaders. Let's cheer on our family. Cheer on our wives. Cheer on our children. Cheer on our siblings. Cheer on each other. Hallelujah. The same phrase. Amen. Hallelujah. Your favorite sports team. 
give it to your children, give it to your family. And we thank you that you're causing us to grow and mature the hearts of our children through honor, encouragement, through honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We thank you for victory. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Until next week, be excited to be alive. Love you.